Today's episode of Total Sidebar is brought to you by Boston Beer Ventures. They are our pals. They know how to have a good time. They put together beer tastings for you. They can do this virtually, pandemic pals. Okay, so I believe someone on the sidebar is your name, Miss Alexandria. Did you experience the Boston Beer Ventures tasting? Yes and no, Ellen. Yes, I did experience it. No, my name is not Alexandria, but that's okay. (laughs) (laughs) But yes, no, for real, we actually did have a Boston Beer Ventures virtual tasting and it was awesome. Honestly, it was a great time. We had four beers. I found three that I really liked, one that I did not, but that's what this is all about. It's all about learning. Life is all about learning. You learned about new things you didn't know you liked. You guys can do this now too. Get your friends together. Just email bostonbeerventures at gmail.com. Put sidebar in your subject line. You get 20% off. Boom. Right then, right there. It happened to Alexandria, which is also a place in Egypt, but that other person there. And it could happen to you. Do it. You'll have a good time. At the end, is she going away in like a pumpkin carriage? Oh, like Cinderella, that would be yeah. awesome. Wouldn't that be great? Ellen, that's what you should get her for her wedding. You should get, um, get her a pumpkin carriage. You know they have those. Look at the time. Well, do you have oh. a fairy godmother? Because she can make it really easy on you. <laughs> Boppity boo. That's all you have to say. <laughs> Welcome back, everybody, to another edition of Total Sidebar. I'm here, your hostess, Ellen Cumley. I brought two incredible people with me. I looked high and low, and then low and high. And what did I find? Jennifer Palmer, say hello. Oh, hi, Ellen. How are you? I am never, never better. How about that? Let's just try never better. And Alexandra Shumway, say hello. Oh, hey, Ellen. How you doing? Oh, if only our listeners could see you just kind of hand on the hip, kind of sachet, chasse. There you she is. It. Yep, you know she's it. ready. We're ready. You guys, we're ready. You know what? We're kind of feeling hopeful. It is episode 75. <laughs> episode 75 of the sidebar. And I hate to tell you, but episode 24 of the pandemic. Oh, is that and true? It is absolutely true. It is absolutely true. And everybody out there, we got to stay positive. There's things happening. Vaccines are coming. They're rolling out. If you have a chance to get one, get one. Don't be a dork. Just do it. Uh, Things will get better soon. So we're trying to be positive, right? We're trying to just get out there and be positive about things. And then Alex said something the other day that made me a little bit negative. Oh, dear. She did. Well, she said a word that made me feel insecure. And she doesn't know what I'm talking about. I I have no idea. And I'm terrified right now. She has no, I will. I know. It's, it's, I, I wrote it down because I'm like, I need to understand. And our listeners need to talk talk about this particular term. So Alex and I were talking about something. Uh, I believe it was the show, the uh, genius show, Below Deck. It might have been Mediterranean. Uh, BD, Could correct. have been Sailing Out Hard to Say. <laughs> so it was Bravo show below deck. And uh, for some reason, I can't remember why we were talking about it, but the term tablescape came up. Uh, mm. Yes. And I, and, and, and I just, and, and um, you had said something like, oh yes, below deck. That's a place to learn about making a nice tablescape. And I, I, I harbored that and filed that in the back of my brain. And then it popped up again. And I thought, Okay, I need to know, are tablescapes, A, is it a word? And I checked, and yes, it is. B, is, am I supposed to be tablescaping? Because I feel like maybe I have in my life or I haven't in my life, but I felt like, am I behind? Am I behind in the tablescaping fad? Talk to me. Help me help me clear this out. I can take this one, Jennifer, because. (laughs) I got some thoughts too, but go ahead. Thanks. Okay, so a lot of things to unpack here. But number one, before the pandemic, when we used to go over to Ellen's to do the podcast, she would always feed us beforehand. And meanwhile, we would be like, every time, literally days. every single time we walk into Ellen's house, Jennifer and I would be like, we got to go fast. Like, we, we, we can't, we can't just hang out. And then two and a half Have hours a nice later, meal. we're stumbling out of there being like, 
we stayed too long again. Anyway, <laughs> but Ellen would always, you know, feed us lunch and we would sit at her dining room table and you always had a nice tablescape, whether it was the, the bulbs that you were growing in your window or like your little napkins or whatever, like the candles or whatever it is you have a tablescape. You think of a landscape, like all of the beautiful stuff that, you know, the accoutrement that goes around on your table. So it could be flowers. It could be uh, okay. your china, your candles, your glass or whatever it is. So no, you've been do you have always tablescaped. You you've done it. <laughs> you just didn't know you were doing it. You didn't, you just didn't know the term. Yeah. Um, but in terms of below deck, dude, I give them such high marks, the tablescapes and, and, and they're very serious about it. They're also on the ocean. Things are floating around and they are True. putting a lot of break True breakable stuff in there. I'm always like, I disagree sure about this one. And I'm very impressed. They do a great job with the tablescaping. Hold it. We have couldn't, another opinion. Couldn't disagree more. They oh! put this, they put the same glass beads out all the time. <laughs> a couple of shells. They it's like they're littering on the table. What you described as a tablescape, like what Ellen has is lovely. There's a centerpiece or something up to the side. They litter it with like, you know, gold coins because it's pirate night or like, you know, <laughs> beads because it's Mardi Gras. Because it's, yeah, exactly. And it's, oh, today is Las Vegas. So let me put some dice on the table. It's so cheesy and ridiculous. And Captain Sandy will agree with me because she, she does not suffer a fool's tablescape lightly, but I will tell you, it does resonate because my 11-year-old daughter, whenever I tell her to set the table, she, same thing. There We've got go. Easter eggs covering our tables these days. I'm like, this has gone off the rails a little bit. Everybody's tablescaping. Deck, deck and she thinks that this is the norm. Everybody's well, tablescaping. Jennifer, let me just say this. All I'm talking about is that they put the work <laughs> into it. I'm not saying it's Martha Stewart. I'm not sure. <laughs> just saying that they focus on it and they they talk about it yeah. yes. and ellen and i were talking about basically getting dumber by watching tv she's yeah. like i'm gonna go watch below deck i was like there's a lot to be learned we talked about inflatable slides mm. yeah tablescaping Ellen's there aren't talking enough about like inflatable finding slides, the jib. there aren't enough no, totally <laughs> agreed totally agreed. A lot to be learned okay well thank you i just felt like it used to be set the table and put a centerpiece on the table. And now it's tablescaping. Mm -hmm. And fine. I can do it. I can play with the big boys. That's fine. Bring it. That's fine. I You've went, been doing I, it this whole time. Trust me. I Googled it. And of course, Pinterest came up. And so I clicked on Pinterest to see, to see just the, just the variety of tablescapes that were all presenting themselves. You have no idea. I think tablescapes are what created Pinterest. I actually think that's yeah. that's where it began. It's it's Fair. shocking just how people have small hens and ducks and, and eggs for Easter <laughs> and flowing brooks and then little white gloves waving. And you can't even believe what people will it's do. It's a tableau on a table. It is a living oh. tableau. You are it absolutely yeah. right. It yeah. really, it really is. And that's not gonna happen here. When the pandemic's over, you guys come back here. Uh, to do the podcast, it's going to be still your mediocre Marshall's lever level uh, tablescape. So get ready for it. Ellen's going to be like paper plates on your laps, folks. We're going to sit on the floor. That's exactly right. It's going to be sliders for all my friends and a paper mm. napkin. You guys never remember. Nope. I have a couple of to be continued items. So from last episode, one of the questions from one of you ladies was, why are craft cheese slices individually wrapped? Because we I, talked about craft cheese. Yeah, I think that was yeah, me. I think that was you. Here is what I found out. Now, we all know, just a reminder, that they are not, they can't be called cheese because they're not 100% cheese. They it's are food. 90, just so you know, they're 98% cheese. Wow. They are 98% cheese, but they're not 100%. So they can't be called cheese. That's why they have to be called cheese food. Yes, Alex. What's the other 2%? It's way um, in emulsifiers. Like emulsifiers are things that make stuff last longer. You okay. know, it's like a preservative and oh, yeah. makes them okay. gooey, stuff like that. Um, the reason they're individually wrapped, I think part of it is marketing that it is. They don't say that, but part of it is um Part of it is probably convenience, but they're not sliced from a block they're, because it's not like a big block of cheese. They come off a sheet. 
So the cheese food is rolling off the rollers on a big sheet. And so the sheet just goes onto a sheet of plastic and gets wrapped super fast. So for the, uh, hey, it doesn't make me any less proud of a cheese food slice consumer. Still melts better than anybody you're ever going to know. Right? Agreed. Hey, hey, Bill Nye, the science guy. Yeah. You got nothing on Total Sidebar. I got news for you. You and all your learning. We're breaking, we're myth busters here. We're Thank breaking you. it right down. Yeah. Right. Another question. <laughs> this is where being on the internet just gets, you just don't know where you're going to land. So another question, I believe it might have been from Alex was, why did the Murphy bed disappear? Why aren't there more Murphy beds? Why aren't the Murphy beds more popular? Everybody remembers the Murphy bed, the fold, the mm-hmm. wall bed, as some people call them, the folds in the wall. I looked high and low cannot find a reason that i am at peace with but one of the reasons i heard is from and this is where it gets interesting okay so the website i found the name of the website is get ready the mattress nut wow i'd like to party with that guy okay who's a nut for mattresses who isn't a a nut for mattresses i ask you specific title Now, (laughs) it's more, I'm going to tell you the answer from the mattress nut, but I'd rather, I also would rather talk about who the mattress nut is. I'm going to explain that to you in a minute. So anyway, the answer from the mattress nut about why the Murphy bed is not that popular is his answer is there's just more different types of beds to choose from now. It was up until the, right? I don't, I don't get it. I don't get it. I mean. He's probably more of an expert than the three of us are. Let's be honest. He's also about mattresses, not beds. A mattress, oh, you goes know what? On That's a, bed, a good point. That's and a, good a Murphy point. bed is has it's 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 a utility. Like there's there's different ways to use it. You know what I mean? But do you think that maybe the mattress nut called himself that because the bed nut sounded stupid? I'm just yeah. asking. Or like I mean, let's talk about like bed. marketing and you know. Coffee, let me whatever. ask. You, let saying. me ask you. Uh, what do you think the qualifications are to be able to call yourself the mattress nut? I think you need Wi-Fi and yeah. a computer. <laughs> I think you're right. I think those are the qualifications. And an IP address, maybe. You need True. to be on the internet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> because that's pretty much it. Let me explain. Explain. The mattress nut, I went to the about. I clicked on the about link to find out. you did. Of sure. course. Who is the mattress nut? I, and this is what I teach my students, right? If you're going to cite a source, go find out who it is before you find out it's just some 12-year-old in a Halloween costume. Find out who said right. what you're quoting. Uh, the mattress nut is a guy named Carter oh. who used to be, bear with me, a polymer chemist. Yes, oh. a polymer chemist. And he wants to get more into marketing and business. So he decided to start um, a website uh, called The Mattress Nut. In hopes that he would um, <laughs> gain fans and, and start getting into marketing. So uh, in case you want to know what polymers are, just to clear that up for you, uh, they are any class of natural or synthetic substances composed of very large molecules. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, you hear about polymers a lot in the production of plastic and resin. So Carter used to be a plastics chemist and now he wants to get into marketing. So he started into the sexy world of mattresses, the mattress nut. Uh, like marketing for mattresses or just marketing period he is just looking for what he considers to be interesting topics to get traffic to his website and he decided to be the mattress nut oh and he clearly picked up on the trending topic of murphy beds that total sidebar well that's what happens for and he was like now i know what we're gonna okay all right that that, now that makes more sense don't forget we do the investigative yes, journalism do. it's true so he doesn't have to he's riding in our wake he's drafting in our wake as we many would are. say it's so lazy oh, it's exhausting it's carter. exhausting carter you know what carter <laughs> go wall yourself Let's up take in your the murphy bed for and go night. home <laughs> good lord you know Good, good lord. lord. Did you hear that? Oh, good lord. lord, Ellen. Good lord. lord. I don't even know what accent that is, but it's we're our going to like it or not. We're going <laughs> to like it or not. All right, let's try this one on for size. Because I'm a young, hip chick who's involved in everything young and hip. Totally. Yep. Thank you. Like it or not. Harry Styles. 
Oh, love. love. Okay, Jennifer, I'm going to let you go and then I'm going to chime in. Sure. Um, yeah, no, first of all, I think he's very talented musically. I, I, I find myself liking his songs, not even knowing they're his songs. 1D, um, my kids weren't the perfect 1D ages for me to really know that much about One Direction. That's, yeah, that's One Direction for you. Oh, sorry. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. But I've, I mean, I knew of them, but I, and I knew a couple songs, but I wasn't like my, my, youngest girl wasn't like all agog right. over them so um but i knew from i i like i think he's got a good sense of humor i think that he can make fun of himself i loved what he wore to the grammys with the oh. boa and um i loved when he performed with lizzo like last year was like he's i think he's got a great sense of style i like the fact that he's you know you can't put him in a bucket style wise he dresses sometimes in female forms and sometimes in male forms not forms um fashions yep um yeah i think he's but i think he doesn't take any of it too seriously i think he's kind of fun to watch for that reason and um yeah i like him he's fun to watch oh and i also remember him for the taylor swift days too he seemed like he didn't take all that too seriously too when they were dating and well she takes everything very seriously even though i love her but yeah so yeah i like him I like she him. dated all she right. dated him i guess yeah they dated for a while yeah huh okay hmm. um Okay, so my gut reaction is like, oh, I love Harry Styles. He's he's adorable. And the same thing, the boas. I think that's great. And I like his music. I have seen 1D. I was sixth oh. row. Thank you very much. At, uh, not just me. Like, I was taking clients and their kids and everything. So I was there with my daughter, whatever. And they were great. You're boondoggling. You're boondoggling. Big time. And we had a great time. It was super fun. And yeah, I like him. The one thing that's not sitting well with me oh, is what? that he's now with Olivia Wilde, oh, yeah. who was married to Jason, Jason Sudeikis, Sudeikis yeah. who I love. I loved the two of them together. Now, granted, I don't know what went on in their relationship. And from what I'm reading, they seem to be okay and co-parenting their kids and everyone is happy and whatever. But they announced their separation within like minutes of her being you know, linked with Harry Styles. I don't like cheating. I don't like cheating at all. It gives me the X, especially when it's people that I really love, but I liked all of them. So it's, I'm conflicted. So I got to hope that, I got to hope that there's good things ahead and that everyone is, maybe there's, maybe there's more that I don't know, which Can I know I is shocking considering them? I'm so connected. You're so inside. You really are. But yeah. he seems so fluid. In so many other ways. For sure. Like about, you know, gender stereotypes. Yeah, and his they, maybe and... they had a very fluid relationship where that was kind of okay. That, who knows? Who knows? Exactly. As I said, I just, my love for Jason Sudeikis and, and all things Ted Lasso. And, and as I said, her, I love Olivia Wilde too. I think she is such, she's so cool and all the stuff that she's doing too. I just, it really bummed me out. But hey, if she and whatever, I guess if okay. we're all happy great then be happy so yeah harry styles he's a cutie and he puts on a great show there, there you go <laughs> and there you go my voice Ellen? is getting higher by the minute pretty much um i had virtually no thoughts about this person at all for <laughs> low these many years and then i guess i just i didn't know who he was and i and one dimension was is way past my time and one direction one, one, one direction dimension. sorry one one <laughs> bunch of people you think uh, of the fifth dimension i do i will who is a great the fifth dimension is a great i love them me too marilyn mccoo yeah that's a better I, dimension that's what i'll say that's a um, great song and a great group ellen uh, i thank you very much yeah. so he wasn't in that group with marilyn Marilyn. <laughs> No, Marilyn McCoo. <laughs> um, but he, I saw him on the Grammys and I thought, oh yeah, that's Harry Styles. That's right. I've seen him on the cover. I think of Vanity Fair or something like that. And I, that kid's, he's got great abs. Look at that guy. He looks oh, great. Yeah. Yeah. It looks great. And he's got great hair. He's got really good body to that hair and he's wearing a lot of rings. I always wish that I could wear a bunch of rings on all my fingers and look like a gypsy. Never could, could pull it off. You can't. And, no, I, I could. You totally I could do that. Are you kidding? They would arrest me here in my little hometown. They'd be like, what are you doing with all those brass knuckles? Not going to happen. Anyway, he looked good. And I thought, hey, that seems like a nice kid. So I vote thumbs up. All right. That's it. That's where I am with that Consensus. guy. I wish him well. I wish him well. I think that's fine. Try this. 
like it or not, Peloton. Oh, do not like <laughs> at all. Don't like. Agreed. Now, I say this having never <laughs> sat on one Same. or even seen one in real life. Same. But I never don't touched like. one. No. In real life. Okay. So here's what I'm going to tell you Would guys. Would you like to go first? I'd like to. <laughs> so here's what I'm going to say. Now, first of all, I'm going to caveat this whole thing by we are taping episode 75 ta-da, during Lent. And during Lent, I give up swearing. But in order to tell this story the right way, I'm going to have to swear and I'm going to okay. put some money in the swear jar. So I'm just going to, I'm going to throw that You're out there. You're just going right to pay now. your way, pay your way. Pay my way through the story because it's worth it. So I, um, I, years ago, every, you know, when everyone was like, oh my God, spinning, it's so amazing. It's so great. It's so this, it's so that. I was like, eh, whatever. And um, everyone's just so you know, those are the same people who can't eat MSG because they don't like it either. Yeah. Alexander doing the same face. Just so you know, they, they're <laughs> the same people. Who are like, I don't know, I can't eat anything. I had a lettuce, I had a piece of lettuce earlier and I'm so full. Oh yeah. So anyway, so, <laughs> so everyone I know, and by the way, all the people I know are not those little, like, I only eat lettuce and I don't eat MSG. Like people were like, I love Soul Cycle. People I love, love Soul Cycle. And they all kept talking about it and all this, and or whether it's Soul Cycle or spinning, whatever case it is, they all love it. So I was like, there's got to be something to it. Maybe, you know, maybe I'll give it a whirl. So someone got me a free pass to a soul cycle nearby. And I was like, all right, I'll go. So I went in because I was like, I want to see what it's all about. And I go into soul cycle the first time. It's like a Sunday morning. I'm not even going for like the, you know. Hardcore. (laughs) Exactly. Who goes on a Sunday morning? Loserville, me. So I go in there. And the first thing I see is everybody is in their head to toe soul cycle gear. Like it's all branded and whatever. And, and I walk in and they're all like racing on these bikes, just chit chatting with each other. And they're all like in the whole thing. Anyway. So I go find a place way in the back. I don't know how to work it. Somebody has to like hook me in and do all the stuff, whatever. I'm like, okay, fine. I wind up sitting there and being like, I'm just going to kind of like do it like sort of quiet. The instructor walks in, she has a sports bra her little leggings and a seven month pregnant belly and a top knot. And so she gets on there and she is go, go (laughs) going. And she's, and, and, and she's like, and everybody do this. And she's screaming and yelling and whatever. And I'm like, I hate her. And, but everybody else loves her. Everyone is loving the spinning and they're loving and they're moving back and forth and all the stuff. And I'm like, what is happening? At one point she screams out to everybody. She's like, everybody, everyone in the back, everyone in the front. And meanwhile, I'm in the back by myself, everyone in the back, in the front, do, you know, do whatever you can. You want to, you get in, you know, you get out of it, what you put into it. And, and the music is so loud. And I, and I just go, oh my God, shut the fuck up is what I say out loud. <laughs> out loud. This is what a grown up I am. Okay. Cause I hated her and I knew I was going to hate her anyway. So, so anyway, so you can imagine how this whole thing ends. When people are like, oh my God, my Peloton is the best thing. I'm like, it's not for me. It's not for me because I didn't do well in the real life thing. I can only imagine if I had the power to shut that little instructor off, (laughs) I would have kicked her into next week. Are you kidding me? No, Peloton, hard pass. I know people love it and good on them. Not for me. Okay. We have (laughs) have an experienced user who has a very strong point of view. Uh, Jen. Yeah, I've never sat on one. I've never touched one in real life. I've I've seen the 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 ads where they got in trouble for the ads. I hated those ads. I thought I thought they were mm-hmm. it was deserved that they were dragged through the mud for those. Um yeah, you know what? It's it's the same fucking bike they've been pedaling for the last 40 years, pun intended. Good one. Oh. By the way, here goes um, my doll in the swear jar. But no, it's it's a stationary bike. It's, right. it's nothing more than that. You would yeah. you could put your laptop on top of it or your computer yeah. screen. It's a stationary bike with an app. That's fabulous. If that's what floats your boat, great. It's no different from a treadmill, which was also been around for 40 years too. And if a new one comes along, that's supposed to be fantastic. That's great too. You know what they also both do? You could also do both those things outdoors. You go on a bike ride <laughs> Good where you actually Jennifer. pass trees and people. You go for a walk. That's what I prefer. So I'm not into stationary anything i feel like it's a big 
conceptually fucking waste of time and i can swear it even during lunch because i didn't give it up but <laughs> you're, you're literally pedaling to nowhere or walking to nowhere on both of those things i find that to seem just very futile in general um at least when i go for a walk outside i'm passing things and you know i might see a, a bunny or a you know a, a, oh, a bunny yeah or a deer or or the yeah. leaves changing but fucking staring at my four walls or worse you know kim on my laptop who's screaming at me to go harder faster stronger <laughs> not for me that's all i'm saying oh and did anybody see that thing on saturday Night live because that was hilarious the best that and when the they best. showed the camera angle of the person's ass yes like this is well, like, that's me. and i was like oh my god that's very funny sorry that's how i feel ellen <laughs> yes oh I'm 100%. I have a couple of friends who are big spinners, have big have been spinners for 20 years. A like, big spinner. <laughs> uh, 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 uh. I had a spin bike. I had a spin oh, you bike. Did. Yeah. Yes, I did. And uh, when was that? I don't know. You know, you know, they all turn into just um, coat racks. racks. So yeah, yeah. Totally. so that's how it was. But I had one for a while. Um, I have a couple of friends who've stuck with it. I do not know anybody who is specifically like Soul Cycle or Peloton. I don't, which brings a whole nother like, it's supposed to be a vibe and you're supposed to go into your mind and you're supposed to free your best self. And it's got all this new age and it's great. Fine. You, you go girl, but no, I, I have, it's still a stationary bike. It is still somebody yelling at you. I no, no. What's that song no. by the talking heads? You're on a road to nowhere. Yes. That's yes. That is like. it. Yeah. We are on yeah. a road to nowhere. Yes. It Ellen, is. I, I got to go back to one movie quote to something Jennifer and I were talking <laughs> about earlier. First wives club when Goldie Hawn gets on the Stairmaster and Bette Miller goes, I don't understand it. You climb and you climb and you never get anywhere. <laughs> Ellen, by the way, listeners, line. Ellen was making fun of Jennifer and me for our encyclopedic, encyclopedic knowledge of movies, movies and quotes. And I'm justified. And, <laughs> and, and frankly, it's not, it's not helped us in our lives at all. No, it has not. We have nope. made, we have not monetized it at all, but I've enjoyed it. All right. Try okay. this one. Try this last one from like it or not. How about like it or not meditation? Oh no. That's a hard <laughs> pass for me. Do you want to start Alexander? Do you want me to start? You, you I mean, I'm going to be quick argument way, way. Yeah. Short. I'm sorry. It's I'm sorry. Listeners. This is literally like I threw a huge cockroach in both of their laps. and like, whoa, whoa, Nelly. Oh, backing it up. Oh, geez. Don't want no. Okay. Go ahead. Um, before we started the podcast today, Alexander was relaying a story about, we were talking about chiropractors and backs and yoga and, and Alexander was told by one of those people that she was the very person who does need to do yoga. And she was like, nope, can't do it. My mind's racing too much. I can't slow down. Same is true with meditation. I, we, we sometimes like on sales meetings, we've had like a two or three minute meditation. I am staring at the clock the entire time. I yeah. cannot do it. I it's, it's forced relaxation. Those that's an oxymoron. You cannot force relaxation in my mind. That's all I got. No, for me. That's fair. Yeah, no, we were uh, in in what Jennifer was talking about. We were also talking about um, uh, sensory deprivation tanks, and I was like, not in a not in a million years. Like, are you kidding? Meditation. I so I did it once, like a real time. It was like I mean, and when I say real, I'm talking. I did it once, one time. No, like 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 organized meditation. It was five minutes, and it was at the statistically significant, but that's okay. To me, that was an eternity. But we were at the Jane Club in LA, so it was very Los Angeles. And this woman who does it all the time, she was like walking us through it, and I can't tell you how hard I had to try to really like get get the noises out and and like it just it's so hard for me and I know it sucks so much like when people are like so I meditate and I do this and that and I'm like if only I could you know what as I said to you guys earlier when I'm beat I'm beat and I'll wave the flag and I admit it and I don't like to lose <laughs> to another person <laughs> <laughs> like this, I'm losing. I'm losing to You're losing myself. to all those Buddhists. Exactly. Yeah, and, and the Buddhists. Exactly. Yeah. But yeah. I'm like, you know what? I just, it's just not for me. I wish it was. It is not. 
And there you go. I can't do it. I wish I could. I can't turn the voices off in my head. It's very loud. We have a lot to say. At night, do you hear the, the lambs at night? They Clarice? are screaming. Uh, th- none of that answer surprises me. One <laughs> eyelash of an iota at all. <laughs> at all. I swear to God. Um, mm. I will say, I will take the opposing view and say that I enjoy meditation. You and do. I have, I have, I've done it on and off over the years. It is, as anyone will tell you, it's a practice and you can't like it. You just have to keep doing it to get better and better and better. And I've done it on and off for God, it's gotta be, yeah, it's ugh, 25 years or something now, but I it's not, know that. no, but trust me, it's not consistent. It, it's what question over there. Yes. I do have a question. You like, do you set a time aside each week or do you do it like uh, when I'm, when five I'm, years? When I'm in, that's dedication. Yes. When I'm in the, don't, no, 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 Everybody on and off, on and off. There will be months and years when I do it consistently every oh, morning. Okay. And there will be months and years oh. when I don't do it for six months at a time. But I know the good news for me is that I know basically what it takes to get me rolling and get me do it, uh, get me doing it. But it, it's a lot, it's, it, it takes work and it, it, it really, it just takes commitment. You decide that it's something that you want to do, that you want to calm your mind and that it helps you somehow in the rest of your day. Yes. Question. I have another question. Um, how long do you do it for? Uh, I would say the longest for me so far, it's probably been 30 minutes. And Probably do you just, minutes. and, and you just are like, it's just me and my thoughts and I'm just going to like chill out or it's you working on clearing your thoughts, constostantly clearing That's your the thoughts. Hard part. Yes. Oh, yeah. The me. thoughts are easy That's for me. I can't they do come, it. yeah. it's, they it's come the whole, at 3am for me and same stop. Same. Yes. The whole, the whole concept of meditation. I won't go down this road because I'm just getting your point of view on this, but no, the concept of <laughs> meditation is to, is to clear your monkey mind. It was like, as we like to call it, because your mind is constantly thoughts, 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 like monkeys leaping from, you know, limb to limb from vine to vine. And it, it's hey, Jennifer, calming. Do you have a banana? I'm super it's, hungry. <laughs> it is. It's common your monkey mind. It's common your monkey mind. So yeah, I'm a I'm a fan. I'm not good at it. Um, everybody, this is Buddhist will tell you we are all students because we are all students. Yeah. Uh, trying to learn it, and it does. Uh, I will find even if I do it for f- five or ten minutes at a time, I'm like, you know what? I just need to just stop. Just be. Just stop. Just be. See if I can do that for five minutes. It helps. It helps. It's, it it's weird because it's you like you said, you need discipline for it. But yet discipline to me seems like something that's hard. And and right. meditation is supposed to be something that's calm. And it so, is. The discipline is yeah. committing to trying. That's the yeah. only discipline. And if, if there's nothing, there's nothing to try to do when you're meditating except be there and just yeah. try to let your mind calm and if you feel thoughts coming to release them anyway i'm not i whoop i'm the last person to teach meditation on the history of the planet but now i know we are not getting on stationary bikes and we are not clearing our minds on a regular basis that's just well, who no, we are I, I, i'd like to try it with you sometime alan we could do it we'll do it <gasps> sidebar we could do emdr and you guys while they meditate i will narrate so here's how it'll go It'll be like, all right, we'll do, I'll do the first meditation. Alex will know when to come in. Yes. So right now, I'd like everyone to breathe in and then slowly breathe out. And then think about a tablescape from below deck that you really enjoyed. (laughs) (laughs) That's why this isn't going to work. Okay, God damn it. We're going to speed round. all right i think this one is going to be i always say this you always think they're going to be very controversial and they are every in their way every time even when you well you two clowns even when you agree somehow it's controversial try this would you rather have to eat all your food cold or all your food hot hot there's no question I don't like. I love that Alex doesn't even (laughs) miss a beat. She's ready for hot ice cream. Take it away. Always. I always love my food hot. I really do. Like I will take something that's cold and that could just heat it up. 
when Jennifer, Jennifer, remember when we used to go to New York? Remember when we used to travel? Oh, <laughs> remember when we do. used to leave yeah. our, our property? When there was a world out there? Remember those days? We would be on the train, listeners, the train. And when you had to order a sandwich that they take out of a refrigerator in plastic, I'd be like, could you warm that up? And they'd warm it up in the plastic. So many. The best way. It's the so best way. So many terrible things that I'm ingesting, but I'm like, I'd rather have it hot. Like, <laughs> yes, I would. I would rather drink room temperature water. I don't like it icy cold. I don't, it, it just, it, it's like, you know, brain freeze, whatever. Yeah, no, I always want my food hot, 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 hot. Always. Over to you, Jennifer, because I know <laughs> you are the exact opposite of me. No, I'm going to agree okay. with you. Oh, really? Yeah. The only thing that I take umbrage with is the drinks. Cause you know, I love ice in a drink. Yeah. I like iced coffee. I like a, a seltzer with tons of ice. I love ice in a drink. I hate lukewarm drinks, but you asked about food. So it's not about that. So therefore I will side with you, Alexandra, in that I agree. I've never enjoyed like cold pizza. People always rave about it. I never saw the value of that. Um, I like things to be toasted and hot and warm. And, and sometimes, especially I find at lunch with, you know, I mean, I've worked from home for a long time, but recently too, more so, I think I, because everybody's home and all the traditional rules of lunch have gone out the window. It's no longer a cold meal. Even though when I was working at home, I could have made it hot all those years. I feel like everybody's heating things up in microwaves at lunch. And my, my kitchen is like a veritable like, you know, restaurant at lunchtime. I've got three kids home. They're all nuking things, taking things out of toaster ovens, out of the oven. There's things being heated up, warmed up, whatever. I'm like, you know what? I'm joining in. I'm all in. Good I'm going to reheat, you know, whatever. I'm going to do this. Yeah, I am I like it. I'm, some like you it like hot, it hot. Ellen. Some oh, like it hot. Some yeah. like it hot. Nice one, Jennifer. Yeah. Thanks. Ellen, do you like it hot? Oh, caliente. Es para oh. me. Oh. Um, you know, the way I, when I saw this question, and again, every time I find these questions or write these questions, I don't think my answers through to make sure that my answer is just as rambling and ridiculous as yours on the sidebar. No offense. Um, none taken. None taken. No, of course not. <laughs> Please, the day that, that Jennifer be, and I are if, like, God, I can't believe you said that, Ellen. You'd be like, really? Took offense. Nothing, nobody nobody took offense on the like sidebar. That was about 73 Myers episodes well. ago. <laughs> yes. Yes, exactly. Um, I really thought, I thought about it very um, literally, which was, okay, what foods what foods do I normally have at this temperature that I couldn't have anymore? So it's like, okay, ice cream. You can never have cold ice cream again. You will only have it just becomes hot a shake. ice cream. Yeah, but I, I but it's a hot shake. It's mm-hmm. not a cold mm-hmm. shake. Still it's a hot it. shake. No, no, but I'm just saying, like, I'm I'm sitting there trying to trying to weigh the lists against each other of things that you prefer to eat that are warm or hot versus things that you normally eat that are cold. And like lettuce, warm lettuce is kind of icky. A warm oh, salad, unless that. it's the right thing, is kind of icky. Um, yogurt would be icky. Like there are plenty of things, like you can't win. Like there are going to be things that aren't meant to be, aren't meant to be heated. But I, but think- by the way, you've just given up yogurt and salads. I don't really <laughs> consider that to be a loss. That's a good point. I, and they I could- grill radicchio now and they yeah. grill romaine. And Okay. You know- All right. All right. Yeah, ice cream is probably the yeah, like what else one. is cold? I thought of ice cream what too. else is a cold food? And I'm not gonna include ice cubes. I get to have my goddamn ice cubes. Um No, you I don't. Not I, in this scenario. You don't get ice cubes. No ice cubes in food. my no. drink? No. Oh, she said food. She didn't say drink. That's what I said. Oh, okay. All right. Come on. All right. Yeah, it's true. If we can have cold drinks, then I think it's I think I'm with you guys. I think we're we're all there. Oh, that's twice we've been all on the same page. Have wow. we? What is happening? 75, you rascal. Bam. (laughs) Let's try this. I don't think you're going to know what to do. Would you rather brush your teeth with a hairbrush or brush your hair with a toothbrush? (laughs) (laughs) This is where... This is where I say this is the educational part of the sidebar where people have to think teeth with hair, hair with teeth. Jennifer, do you want to go first? I mean, I'll give it a whirl. Okay. 
It's an important question. Yeah, sure so is. I think in, in moments like this, the, <laughs> the only route to take is your knee jerk reaction, which for me, yep. trust your gut. Yeah. My gut says I'd rather brush my teeth with a hairbrush. And here's why. Granted, my back teeth would not be really well taken care of because hairbrushes are large. Okay. But a lot, the majority of the hairbrushes in our house are those wet brushes, which have like the little tiny rubber coatings at the end of it. Okay. At the end of each little bristle, you know? Sure. Yeah. You know what yeah. I'm talking about? Okay. So those actually, I think, might feel nice along my gum line. I don't oh. think that we, they would hurt so much. But again, it would be difficult getting into the back. Now, brushing my hair with a toothbrush. I have a lot of hair. A mm-hmm. lot. I have. Oof. It's not necessarily terribly thick, but I just have a lot of it. Mm-hmm. And so the the square footage of a of a toothbrush is tiny. It would mm. take me ages just mm-hmm. to make a part, let alone to actually brush it from root to tip. I'd have to section it off. There would be like scrunchies involved. It, I mean, blow drying itself with a toothbrush. The mind boggles. Yeah. yeah. So I think I'm better off going. And again, it, it's really a measure of like, you know, uh, reach, so to speak, like mass kind of thing when it comes to the keep wanting to say square footage, but you know what I'm talking about? Like toothbrush hammers, you know what I mean? In all fairness, Jennifer, you have a monstrous head. So do I. Square footage is, is fine. To, that's true. Okay, that's, that's a fine I'm unit of I'm gonna measurement. Go, I'm going to go with the, the, I, uh, the hair brush on the teeth. I just want to review that quote, which is, Jennifer, you have a monstrous head. <laughs> she does. So do I. We both do. It's well documented on this side. Listeners, <laughs> listeners, for those of you who haven't seen us in any of our Hollywood photos at the Grammys or the yeah. Oscars or any of that stuff, um, all of us have outsized heads. Everybody here is yeah. is really, it's it's They say that's big. what makes a star. They do. That they is do? what they say. Mm-hmm. Harry Styles says it right before they he do. Actually, they say, they say a, lot over of those, a lot of stars have have in proportion oh, really? to their bodies, bigger heads. Yep. Like the David. Oh, my God. Yeah. Didn't he have a monster said? Anyway. Oh, my God. We're yeah. ready. We're ready. OK. All right. So um, so I'm totally I'm totally in agreement with Jennifer. Um, not exactly the same reasons. Like you, you brought up a lot of good points. Like I think of the size of my brush. There's no way I could fit it in my mouth. There's not. There's not a chance right. in hell. Literally, I, like I couldn't do it. However, yeah. at least I it. could get those front teeth clean. Yeah. My my gums are going to be bloodied. It's going to be terrible. <laughs> but, I, like, how could I go through ten minutes with gross teeth? Like, I oh, that's one of the things that would make me lose my mind. Okay, so what was your answer again? I, I'm with Jennifer. I'm going okay. to. I'm going to brush my Put teeth the hair with a br- hairbrush. hairbrush. And in here's the other reason. Jennifer Jennifer said she has a lot of hair, not really thick hair. I have a big head, a lot of hair, and very thick hair. A toothbrush? There is that my hair would laugh at a toothbrush. I couldn't even comb one one strand of hair with a toothbrush. Mm-hmm. It's insane. And then you add to that the whole blow drying thing. Like if I don't blow dry my hair with a round brush, I look like David Cassidy from like the Partridge family. If I just let it air dry, it's a bad look. That's a sweet so look. It's mm. not a good look. It's Come on now. No, it's not. It worked out and, well for David. Well, for him it did. Like, do you want me to look like David? He's a, he's a partridge. I'm telling you. He's a partridge. He was a partridge. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. There's no bus in my driveway. Ruben King right. K is nowhere Come to be found. I cannot play an instrument as we, that we, as we already talked about. Come on, get, get happy. happy. So, yeah, no. So there's there's no way. Sorry, listeners. We're going to sing for a minute. Okay. And a one, two, three, four. Come on, get happy. <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah so no there's no way there, there's no question i i just a toothbrush would do nothing a hairbrush would make my gums bleed but i have no other recourse guys okay <laughs> okay i don't ladies and gentlemen when i put this question on the sidebar i didn't think we talk about head sizes and hair thickness and sensitivity of gums and obviously this always leans at the end of the day to dr shampoo one way or another it always comes around but i think you guys you know you have good points um i do believe for me i do believe the tininess of the toothbrush in terms of trying to just comb my hair is just going to be too much i'll take my chances i think i could get a lot of gum stimulation from a hairbrush uh, brushing my teeth 
She's going to hurt. Oh, it's definitely going to hurt. It's definitely, I don't care which airbrush, if, if you, you know, if you go to CVS and you pick a really nice pink airbrush or you spend $80 on that really nice British pears kind of nice brush. I don't think either of them are going to help you. Yeah, but I got to go with you. I think so. I think so. I hope it doesn't come to that. I hope in this pandemic, we don't end up multi-using our brushes. Ellen, Has that happened so you, to anybody? Just so <laughs> yeah. you know, Jennifer and I support you. Thanks. We support you. Three for three. <laughs> Thank you guys. Three for three all together, ladies. No, it's not right. We are so in lockstep yeah, today. I can't three. wait to see what the next one is. All right. This is where, this is where, okay. The rubber's going to hit the road. Okay. I was just yeah. going to say the rubber meets the road. That's so weird. Boom. Go ahead. How about this? Would you rather be an extra in a really good movie or have a big part in a really bad movie? <laughs> extra in a good one, big part in a bad one. That is a hard question. I figured it might be challenging <laughs> for someone in the group. Um, <laughs> because someone you want to go group, first, Alexandra? Someone I, in the group who I'm not going to name is I'm, thinking, "How am I going to win this? I, what is the I, winning? I, what is the winning situation?" Yes, I, I know my I, answer, but you tell okay, me what no, yours no, is. No, no, I'd answer. rather have Jennifer go first because I need to think it through. And you, you're very good at arguing your, you know, your your point of view. So I think I could actually learn a lot. So let's extra go. in a good movie, big part. In a bad movie. Yes, Jennifer. Yeah. No, I'm extra in a good movie. It's quantity over quality for me. I've said this many times on the podcast. I think you mean I, quality over quality. Well, I said, I'm sorry. Did I? I was going to say. Pour I me think you glass. have it backwards. But sorry. Okay. Yeah. It's, it's quality over quantity for me every single time. I would rather have an attachment to something that was revered, even if my, my part that I played was very small, versus something that stunk. But I was the the main, you know, the the big kahuna in it kind of thing. So um, yeah, and and I don't mind having like a smaller part in things. I'm okay with that. But again, I wanted to make sure it's really good. Like I, if my name's going to be attached to it, I want to make sure it's good. Honestly, the big the big role for me, not that much of a draw because if it's terrible, I'm going to be embarrassed by it too. There's that double edged sword to it. Um, I understand the need and the want and the fun of, of, you know, being the star. But I think for yes. me, I'd much rather have people be like, oh, my God, you were in that movie that won the Oscar last year. I'd be like, I was. Mm -hmm. I was person number 14 who passed by the boulangerie, you know, in scene <laughs> oh. number eight. Wow. And they'd be like, didn't see you. I'd be like, no worries. It was the experience of my life. That's right. Versus you were slouchy woman number right. 12. Versus people being like, so you played Napoleon Dynamite? I'd be like, yeah, I did. Yeah, no. I know it's revered by you, Ellen. I'm sorry. I was <gasps> joking about Napoleon Dynamite. Just... I know. I didn't mean it like that. Sorry. It's all right. It's all right. So, yeah. So that's where I'm at. Alex? I'm still not 100% clear of my answer. Okay, no. so he, so and and okay, I wanted yeah, to put my hand it. up. Just be wanted to put my hand up earlier, but I knew that Ellen was going to say that she didn't have the answer. But I'm going to put my hand up now. My question is: Do I get paid more for being the star <laughs> of the bad movie as opposed to the zero extra who got a hundred dollars a day a fair and some point. per diem as an extra in the Oscar-winning movie? Nope. We mean nope. All things. What does equal. that mean? No, you don't. All things were e equivalent. They're all equivalent. Except so, that you have a big part in a bad movie or a small part in a good movie. And you're getting paid the same. Oh, you're getting well then, paid well, the same. You're getting gonna, paid $10,000. See, How's okay. That? So can I just say that the better question would be, what okay. if you get paid $250,000 to be the star in the bad movie as opposed to $250 to be the, the extra in the whatever? I would be like, no, I want to be like... I'm going after, look, Ellen, here's how I'm going to say it. I'm going to be after, the, I'm going after the money. Okay, so. so, so. Can't, not the question. Not okay, even so, close to the question. So, I'm, just, so. I'm trying to make it real. No, you're trying to make a different question. <laughs> no, Which it's not. It's not that question. It's a different All question. All things are equal. All things are equal. Whatever you're making in one movie, you would make in the other movie. There is not like, well, uh, all of a sudden I'm uh, in this bad movie, but I'm making $3 million. Okay. I'm an extra here. I'm making seven bucks an hour. Uh, well, my, my. No, no, okay. no, Alex. Okay. Queen, all right. Well, Queen of Alexing. 
then if no. that's if that's the question, then I'll be the nothing like the the extra in the great movie, only because like, I, I you guys look, here I am in my life. Yes, Alex, I'm not going to star it's been, it's unless this podcast really takes off. Oh, any minute, any I know minute. Me. Yeah, any exactly. <laughs> I know me. This is what I am. I don't. I I think my window is closed. If it was ever open, folks. If it was ever open. So, no, I'd rather. <laughs> Look, I like if if it's. I I don't really care about being the big star. I care about the paycheck. If I can make all the money to be a nothing or have the big star, whatever. Again, it doesn't matter. It's not an element of. The I'm question. just. I'm just saying. That yes. for me, it would be more about the money than the stardom. I don't really care about the stardom. I don't need everybody looking at this. I'm looking I, I, at this right now on the Zoom. <laughs> I'm not even enjoying it. So, yeah, I'll be the bit player in the way back. I will tell you, I have a good friend who is an actor and has been in a bunch of movies, a bunch of movies we've all seen. And it's like, oh, you were in that movie? Yeah. And the very last scene, way down on the track, on the, on the, when they're getting on the train, there I am. And I'm in blurry, whatever. It's a fun thing to talk about. Sure. Whatever. Yeah. I don't, I don't need to be the lead in, you know, in Man or whatever. Oh, oh my God. It's an enjoyable movie. Let's be honest. Oh, <gasps> Sorry, Listeners, everybody. Weenie There's, the cat is on the screen. There is a cameo from Winnie. She was just yelling all the way from downstairs. She wanted to. She said, you know what? I would like to answer the question on if I get to be. That's Weenie. <laughs> you can hear her purring. Hi, she Weenie. said, wait a minute. Uh, do I have to be an extra or the star? She's like, there is no question that I am the star of the show. I figured she'd answer that way. Yeah, she absolutely. She's a diva. She's such a diva. Totally. Listen to that. (laughs) That is that is her purring without a doubt. (laughs) It's a cat purring. All right, Winnie, I have to put you down because I've got to answer the question. Welcome to the animal zoo segment of. Ladies and gentlemen, Jack Hanna is with us. There we go. That's exactly right. (laughs) Okay, so let's review. Would you rather be an extra in a really good movie or be the star in a really bad movie? We've had two points of view. Uh, Alex tried very hard to see if there was a monetary advantage to one or the other, which we stomped out immediately. Jennifer, as I recall, said she's it's the good movie. You want to live with that good reputation for the rest of your life. And be in the good movie. I will say the only frame of reference I have on this personally, and again, it's like tangentially, is my Aunt Mary, Uncle Dick's wife, Aunt Mary. I think both of them was both of them might have been just her. She was an extra in the movie version of The Great Gatsby that featured Robert Redford and one Mia that was filmed in the Hamptons yeah. because it was no, it was filmed oh, so in Rhode Island. Newport. It was filmed yes. in Newport, Rhode Island. And so she was an extra and had to show up, I think, four or five nights in a row and put on her flapper outfit and stand around in these party scenes. Cool. And the one thing that she told us that I always remembered was that it smelled like garbage because they just shellacked all the food on all the tables. So it was Mm. rotting food. It was all this, you know, roast beef and hams and apples and blah, but they were using it night after night. So they just sprayed it, you know, with shellac to make it look shiny and make it look good. But it just smelled like hell. But boy, did she use that experience? Well, you know, I was an extra uh, on Great Gatsby and Redford and Pharaoh. Yes. Question. So when you when I if I were to watch Great Gatsby. Could I see her in it? I have never been able to spot her. Oh, I've, okay. She was there, but I, and, and, and maybe if I really put it on Shlomo, I might be able to find her, but uh, she never, and they were, she was not the kind of person who would say, oh yeah, watch for me right after the candelabras. Right. Okay. It wouldn't Still be a cool memory. But, but it was a huge cool memory for her and a movie that people watch over and over again. So I think I have to go with extra in the, fab movie 
We are all in agreement. Again, Please tell us we're going to splinter on this but next wait, one. wait, Ellen, one last thing about that too, though. You kind of nailed it. It was like such a great moment for her. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter if anybody else can actually see her when Alex was like, where would I see her? Would I be? It doesn't matter. The fact that she, it's her story she to tell it. makes it so fun. Yeah. Oh, and it's, fa- it's family lore now. It's family folklore now of aunt mary being she was in the great gatsby and yeah. on you know they they put me in that role because i had such gorgeous gams <laughs> nice <laughs> my broad with good gams i knew i recognized did. her she did my yeah, college roommate did. liz's mom swears that she was an extra in jaws on the vineyard like in the <laughs> beach scene no one's ever seen her i mean who knows maybe she was i don't know I don't think I don't think I've ever been in any filmed anything. I have ever. I have like Zoolander. Uh, no, and sadly, I was left on the it cutting was one room of the floor. Zoo. It was one of the zoo. Yes. Yeah, I knew there was a I, zoo in the town. I brought. I was. I was seven months pregnant, and I brought Georgia to the zoo to for whatever reason, and I had to pee because I was seven months pregnant. So I was like where's the potty in the monkey house. So we walked into the monkey house and we got ushered into some line. Like you have to stand here, whatever. And we're just standing. Thankfully, after I had already gone to the bathroom and they kept being like, just wait, wait, wait. So we're just standing there waiting. And and we knew they were filming a movie. So it wasn't like, we thought we, we thought they were filming. That's why we had to wait. Anyway, then they're like, okay, when we say action, we need you to walk across the bridge. And I looked at Georgia. I was like, oh, apparently we're in this movie. So we did three takes and, I looked at her. She goes, can we leave? I'm like, oh my God, yes. So I think we were left on the cutting room floor. It was a terrible movie. You missed nothing, folks. <laughs> I I don't even know what just happened in that story, but I believe you. It's true. <laughs> why would it why would I make that lame of a story? No, <laughs> no, I just I don't understand. I miss I missed something along the way. I missed something along the way, but I believe you. And listeners. It's kind of the finish line. We're at the <gasps> we finish line. Hour? Is it? We're done. We can't even disagree on anything. Uh, I wish no. I'm looking over my no. desk. I'm like, can I think of anything that we could disagree on? I could we- make something up. I could make something up on the fly. Yeah. Could you? Like, up. could you really? You're like, we need I, of more. course I could. I'm I'm that kind of genius. Oh, I could. Okay. All right. Well, then let's do it. Let's do one last one. And then we are done. Would you rather have a Murphy bed <laughs> or a futon? Oh, Murphy bed, a hundred times. Yeah, Murphy bed. Yeah, I think it's the coolest. I love Murphy beds. We, yeah, because we, we, we all went over it. And we went over we this. Yeah. yeah, we're not going to disagree on this one. Yeah. Like, okay, let me try another one. Wait, let me pull it out of the air. Don't go lightsaber. I can't. I can't go down this rabbit hole again. Okay, so what if you're a helper monkey? <laughs> no, stop. <laughs> By the way, I have to tell you, ladies. Oh, it Christ. has been a what? joy and a pleasure at number 75 with you true very true and, oh, and just to be just, like, took me just to yeah. be clear for our younger listeners all one of them um we're not 75 years old for Yet. those who might think oh yeah is that what it is that there's no it's 75 episodes we've been doing this for years i actually told some of my grad students this week that i was doing a podcast and i made them as one of their um assignments to write the profile of our average listener (laughs) what they're like god oh my god it's really funny i will i I will gather some of you buried the lead how have you not told us this it's really funny it's really it's really funny what they think because they're like you have a podcast you need to tell us the name i said i'm not telling you the name i don't want you listening this is not for you little pipsqueaks um but they pulled it out of me and so some of them, I think, listened to it and they, and then I had them write on this quiz, write what our average listener was like. And I had no idea. I had no idea what some of you listeners should look like. You're, Are you not going to tell us? Wait, no. Do they really know? No, they don't. No, of course they no, don't. They were They're just taking their best stab yeah. based on me and. You know. And the fact of it doesn't help that last episode we literally talked about Murphy beds, yeah. and the last one of those was like viewed in 1968. So they're probably going to think that we're all like 93. We are Murphy beds and Harry Styles. Okay, we are. That's a good point. Across yeah. the spectrum. So right. that's okay. what we do. Don't worry. Don't worry. 75. We're heading right into 76, which reminds <laughs> me of 1776, which was such a cool year. So excellent. <laughs> 
It was excellent. It was. It was. Shall I sing 76 well, trombones in the big parade to lead us yeah. I was going to nope. say 17 and 110 cornets right behind. 1776 was a great year for us. Maybe not for someone on the other side of the Atlantic. Our listeners on the other side of the pond. That's true. Or for the Native Americans, like, I wish you never showed up. (laughs) Totally. It's a mixed bag. They weren't psyched either. No, they were not. And they're justified. But we're glad we're here. That's the least that we can do. So we'll be back next time, you guys. Uh, sometimes we're heavy. Sometimes we're no, light. No, I'm heavy. Trust me. There's no if and oh, yeah, kind of pandemic. That. Yeah, Same. we're all super heavy. Pretty heavy. <laughs> uh, we're all going to work on our meditation, aren't we? Yes. We're going to yes, work a definitely. little bit to find a little more namaste. Yep. Uh, yep. Tablescapes, everybody. All you got to do is get some glass beads and throw them down. Throw them around. <laughs> Just throw them down and put forks and you have a tablescape. I believe... <laughs> That's Light a candle. You're good to go. You're good to go. So you can say, excuse me, honey, I can't come to the phone right now because I'm doing a tablescape. And then you just move those forks around mm-hmm. and swirl some beads. Uh, oh, dried, um, like dried balloons. balloons, balloons. No, doubloons when it's oh, Pirates doubloons. Day. Oh, if you have any pirate doubloons. <laughs> Dub- I didn't know if doubloons or balloons. <laughs> again, well, once again, I'm I'm raising the average age of our listener with the word doubloon. Wait, 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 wait. How old is the average listener who's interested in doubloons? What is it? Are they from doubloon. like 1640? What do you mean? 1776 oh. to be. Oh, that. there aren't enough pirates out there listening to our <laughs> podcast. Damn it. No wonder we're not popular. Jeez. Oh, Mm, all right it is time to say goodbye because it is because it is so thanks everybody for listening keep tuning in get yourself a beer tasting and say goodbye ladies 75 goodbye 75